listener production. Hey, it's Ursula Carlson, and I'm currently on tour in the UK and Ireland, but I didn't want you to forget about me or my beautiful voice. So in my absence, I wanted to share interviews that I've featured in with some of my fellow podcasting friends. And this is a great chat I had with the lads from Auntie Donna on their self-titled podcast, uh, Auntie Donna. Shh. That's quite enough. Oh, just, just shut your mouth. I don't give a stuff. Shush, please. Uh-huh. Yes, I can hear. Down, but please. I don't care. That's enough already. This episode was actually recorded in Edinburgh while I was doing the Edinburgh Fringe and it was up a flight of very, very steep stairs, which my lungs still haven't recovered from. I'm not too sure how to prepare you for this chat as there was a lot of topics covered, some including saucy discussions about defrosted meat. What? Well, I said I couldn't prepare you. Just take a listen. Rock and roll, rock and roll, rock and roll, rock and roll. Rock and roll. A big part of me wanted a better sting. A better sting? Yeah, just from you guys. Like, you kind of go, this is going to be bitching, and then it's okay. that. All right. Uh, okay, cool. No, that's fine. Not judging. Right. Do you want to try it? Jesus Christ. Christ. I'm just yeah, saying. No, we'll just try again. Look, I wasn't going to say anything, but I completely agree. Okay, that was piss poor. That's, that's fine. That's this. fine. Uh, I, was, I was hoping for someone not as rude as a guest. Okay. Well, well, yeah, haven't you had Nazim on? Because he's quite polite. Yeah, he's yeah. very polite. Yeah. He's a very talk- nice boy. Well, then you've had that. Yeah, right. And now you've got me. All right. Okay, let's do this. Better. Rock and roll. Sting, it's a sting. Rock and oh, good. Very, Very clever. good. Very clever. Rock and roll. Sting and Rock the and roll. Yeah. Rock and roll. Is that clear? Was that clear? Uh, well, Sting and the Police, hmm. or more commonly referred to as the Police. But yeah. but Sting was the main artist. If you went for a solo Sting track. In fact, could we actually line up a solo yeah, Sting yeah. track? Just one, can yeah. you feel? Yeah, yeah. come uh, yeah, 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 the shit absolutely. out of it. Maybe do your well? best joke. Um, your best joke you have. Do you want to give us a, your best five? Just a um, tight five. Just a tight five. <laughs> <laughs> it's my gala seat for next year. <laughs> so this fat South African lesbian, heaps of giggles and stuff. All right, I've got, I've got Sting. Yeah, All right, great. All right. Oh, live. Oh, live. Now, this, is, this, is this Sting from Wolfpack from NWO? Is that what you want? That's what you wanted, yeah? I, I'm starting to regret saying a thing. Actually, that rock and roll thing, if you want to do that again. That yeah, was, I'd love to do that That was again. heaps better than this shit. You weren't shit. talking about the entrance for Sting, the WCW wrestler. No, no. no. Weirdly, um, no. But it was in the NWO Wolf, wolf Pack for a little bit. Yeah, I absolutely. Want, I want to make that clear. Sh- sh- shall we go back to the original Sting we that we all please, agreed upon? Please, yeah. please. please. One second. Oh. Oh, do you want to have one more go, Broden? Yeah, I'd yeah. love that. Yeah, okay. All we'll right. give Broden one more go. And if that doesn't work, we'll go back to to the rock and roll song that we spent the last week working on. Oh, oh, those are oh, that's a bee that does I can't sting. reach him. If you can just smack him in the head, I'll give it back to you later. <laughs> Ow. I feel like I'm the only one that's on side at Honestly, the moment, which is pretty it's good. Like, this, is the, this is the high IQ side of the room. Yeah. For anyone listening at home who wants to know where they can get this track... They don't. This is... This is <laughs> Well, you don't know that usually. Well, I basically could speak for everyone that will click through to this podcast. They will not want All to know. All four of them. South Africans, yeah. New Zealanders, you can speak for. 
Yeah, but which is already a big chunk of. Well, the I think what you forget is that there's ten thousand people who listen to this podcast, and there's something deeply wrong with all of them. Well, I, I think listening. that'll that'll deteriorate. <laughs> like like the bee population, so will you Because I feel like Ursula doesn't know. Uh, 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 for anyone who wants to know, this is. Uh, just YouTube, four hours of bee buzzing sounds. Yeah, that's fantastic. And you can just get that on you. That's on our uh, YouTube channel. Some people have some time on their hands. I know. Has, um, if has if anyone, eighty-one thousand views. If anyone uh, also wants the lyrics to my rock and roll sting mm-hmm. from the start of the show, just hit us up on Twitter, and I'm I'm more than happy to to PM just ping you across some, the lyrics. And uh, if anybody is interested in my rage factor, just cut out the vitamin B out of your diet, and uh, <laughs> that really gets your rage up. So <laughs> that's great. That's good to know. What do you, where can you get vitamin B? In everything, basically. But like, if you're an aging lady like me, <laughs> and your hormones are going apeshit, I take additional vitamin B so oh. my family can live long, healthy lives. <laughs> right, yeah. but, but but vitamin B keeps your rage down. It does, actually. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you're listening to this and that B thing made you as angry as it did me, <laughs> crush <laughs> vitamin B and just snort it up. Go for it. I used to do that as a pickup line. It, was, it looks like you need a little bit of vitamin B for oh. Broden. Um, and I'm happily married now, 10 years. Uh, I've got three beautiful kids and oh, I live wow. in uh, Melton. This isn't, this isn't true. Some of this isn't true, I know for a fact. Some, I, I some of kids. What, okay. I knew this. I, I was not aware of the fact that Broden had three kids. Oh, name yeah. A th- name of three kids, Mark. Gerenston. Okay. Gerenston. Yep. Is my favourite of the boys. Okay. I've never um, met wow. Gerenston. Yeah. And then there's Greylick. Greylick? Greylick, the girl, okay. who we wow. all know and love. She's mm-hmm. obviously She's... an AFL women's player. Yeah, uh-huh. Greylick. And um, Snond. 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 Snond, the youngest of the boys. Um, Snond is going to be a great Snond. cricketer. I just, I do know Snond. You know Snond? <laughs> yes, I do. I'm so sorry. I, he completely left my... We met him at the Christmas function. Yeah, yeah. of course. Snond's yeah, a yeah. good boy, yeah. Well, Auntie Donna do a Christmas party, which you, you and your family are more than welcome to this year. Wait, wait. The two of you made Snond. Who, who made... No. The two... Oh, no, no. Snond, Snond is Broden's boy. Um, uh, he was a little overcooked. Oh. <laughs> It no, my true. family is busy. Was, Every was, we're Jewish, so we don't yeah, do right, Christmas. Right. When yeah. are you busy? Because we, we, we're, we're it's a very malleable we're so Christmas busy. party. Because we're so international, such an international family. Yeah, so yeah we just but travel. when you because you come down for for Channel Ten shows <clears throat> from time to time, we could. Just yeah, but it, then it's up. usually just me, and I'm so busy pining for my family that uh, I won't be able to attend a party. I'd feel like I'm cheating right, on them, yeah, so yeah, okay. it won't be. I mean, that's very thoughtful, but the Channel Ten studio. The answer is no. No means no. No means no. They usually. <laughs> okay, alright. Uh, okay, uh, I'm gonna need you to back the fuck up. I, I just invite invite you to a party. Uh, yeah, real I, forcefully. Real forcefully. <laughs> I just want to make it clear that while a child usually takes nine months to uh, gestate, mm. Snond took thirteen years. Yeah, he's okay. a bit overcooked. Let's just put that little, little. Let's just say. Let's just say. Got home from work at Coles. Um, someone's chucked in a bit of garlic bread, and then they've gone and had a shower. Oh no, here comes Snond. Oh, yeah. here comes Snond. I just wanted to make that clear. Snond's a good boy. He's a great good boy. Good at geography. Little overcooked. Yeah. Little overcooked. Okay. Um, so you're here at the Edinburgh Festival. <laughs> I am, thank you. Right. We are, we're in Edinburgh right now. We're uh, recording this on a, on a laptop, laptop, you know, uh, just, just like using on a. Four mics. Yeah. 
Um, um, the laptop's plugged into a wall, getting electricity from it. Oh, with an adapter. With an adapter. With an adapter. We, of course, have Australian yeah. power in yeah, Australia. Yeah, not an electricity. And here they have um, English power. The other type. the UK. Yeah, yeah the UK yeah. power, which is very different. It's good um, power. But these guys have been really focusing on getting this podcast happening. I've been focusing on the, the Christmas party. I've put a lot of work into that. Yeah, that's a shame, but um, we'll move on from that. But we'll move on from that. That's yeah, fine. Um, but these guys have done a lot for this uh, this podcast, so we're really happy um, to have you here. Can we just say that you are in a bell tower? It is the highest I've climbed in <laughs> Edinburgh. <laughs> And if I had known you were forty thousand steps up, I would have said no. We are in a, in a in an apartment building, and we're at the top level of the apartment building. Um, I feel like you know you should, a bit of positive energy coming in, to, you know, would have been would have been nice. Like, well, you know, that stairwell did smell like human feces, yeah, uh, well, and, and there's no bad. there's no light in there, so I'm not sure if it was me or someone else that had a shit halfway. Every up. time, every time we fucking stayed in Edinburgh, we've always stayed on the top floor. And it's beginning to be a bit of a joke. I would be happy with the second floor once. Just once. I it's agree with you. always the third or the fourth. <laughs> but my butt looks great. It does. You st- and your stink hole's real tight. You can tell when you get in, you walk in the door and you just the first five minutes, you're just trying to like act like everything's fine. But you go... <laughs> yeah, oh, I didn't even act. I was like, I nearly inhaled the front door. I was like, <laughs> panting and stuff. I sounded like I was at that Christmas party. Um, but this is your first time in this uh, yeah. shithole. And weirdly, I'm living in a basement. Really? really? I'm not kidding. I have to go downstairs under someone else's house. That's wow. great. And half of it is fully underground and the other, the back half, you can see the garden. Right. That's beautiful. Yeah. Is but it it's, nice? Yeah, it is actually quite Nicer nice. Nicer than this. But moist. It's a moist. bit moist. Moist. Yeah. This country is a moist country. Moist. It's a very moist country. <laughs> it's a moist <laughs> land. Yeah. They just they like they looked around and like it's very moist outside. Yeah. And I'd like to really capture that moistness on the inside. I've yeah. never been so damp in summer. Yeah. Let me tell oh, you that. Much. Cold. Like off because in this um, basement that I'm saying they've got a fireplace. I've lit it twice. Wow. In really? summer. In yeah. summer. Because it's so cold. Like I can cut glass with my nipples. It's intense. <laughs> It's intense. Have you been show? doing a lot of that? I have been doing a lot of that. Weirdly. Right. Yeah. It would sell really well here if that was the show. Well, the best yeah. thing yeah, about that is you lock yourself out. I'm in. You're in. I'm never out. I'm always <laughs> in. <laughs> I've tried, tried to do that with my dick once and I cut myself up something rotten. Yeah. Yeah, it's very rotten. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay, man. I don't know. It's more the rotten and dick. I don't think those two things should go together. Cutting a dick mm. rot- Just, rotten. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Rough. If anyway. you cut it fresh, you're like, oh yeah, that sounds good. But cutting a dick fresh is quite yeah. evocative as well. Though, yeah, you go, well. oh, that but it's reminds nicer. me of cucumber. I always would imagine that the penis would be erect if you're cutting it fresh. Oh, you would have to, otherwise it would just oh, no. roll. Wouldn't that's it? right, it would roll. Like like oh, meat God. that's been too defrosted. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no. Oh my God. <laughs> I haven't given it a lot of thought. <laughs> But it's I've got like some drawings in my bag. Yeah, it's always easier to cut chicken if it's a little bit frozen. Just a little bit. Like the breast. Yeah. Right. Otherwise yeah. it rolls under the knife if you don't go for a super sharp knife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. unless you're a chef, why, why would you have it? Why would you have a knife that sharp? Yeah. Um, I just re- remembered we're talking about penises again. Oh, no. Yeah. I sharpen my knives, though. I've got a steel at home and I, and I sharpen my knives. I don't because I've got two little kids mm. and, you know, when you've got two little kids, there's a lot of pressure on your relationships. I find it better not to have sharp knives at home. I understand. In case I don't make it through the night. <laughs> I wanted to work for it if she was going to kill me in my sleep. 
<laughs> you gotta get I wanted to just um, yeah. yeah 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 I wanted to damn it why don't then that adds to a rage why don't you never sharpen these fucking knives <laughs> <laughs> but at least give me a sporting chance to sort of wake up and go is that are you, what are you doing yeah. why are you prodding me with a yeah, blunt knife but, uh, yeah I don't want to wake up dead from one cut no know? that's very mm. true you, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah you're making married life sound very <laughs> Very yeah. appealing. What oh, no, was it? Gross. Phil Hartman, whose wife severed his penis. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's Bobbitt. Is it Bobbitt? Lo- something Lorena Bobbitt or something? Cut yeah. her husband's dick off and chucked it in the. One moment. I'll be, I'm on it. Yeah, but Bobbitt. Phil Hartman's wife. I know uh, Phil Hartman's wife murdered him. Yeah, yeah. Shot him. I think. Shot, shot himself. Yeah. Well, I know there was he? another Hollywood actor. Shot herself and then him. That's the wrong way around. Shot, shot herself. No, yeah, I think it was that way. Oh, yeah. Show herself she in the herself. head. Then she remembers she was so angry she came back and <laughs> killed him. Oh, no. Got his dick off. Oh, no. <laughs> How embarrassing would that be if you're so angry? You get work and you go, I'm going to cut your fucking dick off tonight. And then you accidentally shoot yourself first. And as you go up to purgatory, you're like, God damn it, I forgot to cut his dick off. Send me back. Yeah. Send me back. <laughs> you get to the pearly ghost go, is there anything that positive that, well, I forgot to cut his dick off if you send me back I'll go straight to hell I swear to God they come back it's, that's a movie she's come back for one thing to cut his dick off yeah. and then she'll go it's just like just, you, you only got to do 20 years in purgatory you'll get into heaven if you don't cut his dick off <laughs> that's fine I'll take 20 years there's the, there's the song that Rammstein did um, called uh, Kind of Lust which I believe is based loosely on the person who put a a, uh, a a a thing in the paper saying if anyone wants to um, eat me, they can. Ah, oh, yes. They can yeah, yeah, do yeah. that, and then someone's like, "Yeah, I'd love to," and then they got together and they ate his dick and then killed him. Yeah, they ate him bit by bit. Yeah. Did anyone That's go to German jail thing for to that? Do, huh? Did anyone go for to jail yeah. for that? Um, Rammstein. Yeah. Rammstein. What I love that. about this conversation is that it all came from a funny little quip about how cold it is in in Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the thing with comedy. Comedy, people think comedy comes from just, you know, trying to think it's of the goofiest thing. It's a riff, Zach. Yeah. It's a riff. It's yeah. a classic it's a riff. riff. to a very dark, yeah. upsetting place. <laughs> well, no, to me, a dark and upsetting place is if we had gone from Edinburgh is quite cold and wet to why the fuck don't they have asphalt and cement and we're still trotting along on cobbles <laughs> in a country that is so wet that as soon as there's like half a speck of water on those fucking cobbles, you're sliding to your gig and yeah. there's so many people with broken and sprained ankles. I mean, yeah, we're different people. That's like you, that's That's, that's darker For to me, me, it's slicing dicks off. Yeah, like, I don't mind getting my dick cut off. I'll take it off. The buckles are loose. What the matter? <laughs> Uh, do you, should I move the conversation back to Phil Hartman or should I just let I, ju- I just want to know which famous Hollywood actor had his penis sliced off by his wife. I mean, if that's too much to ask, then famous shut me down. actor. But Keep talking. I think Phil Hartman, we realised, was shot by his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, she locked him. They, they, they Heroin was involved. Locked herself in the I room think. and they were like, come out, come out. And so... 
Very sad. John Very sad. John Wayne Bobbitt. John Wayne Bobbitt, whose dick got sewed back on, and then he started doing porn. But it's like, it's that awful, you know, like, porn is hardly great acting. So now you've yeah. got a bogan in a caravan whose dick gets cut off by his wife and then sewn back on, and then he goes, I'm going to star in porn. So everyone just kind of clicked on to see if they can see the scars, you know, because that's kind of what Or if it would drop off. If it would Have you watched that. it? Can you yeah, see the scars? Yeah, of course. You know, it's can like... Can we line some you have to, You can have to sort of look into it, don't you? It's oh, research. Yeah, is it just what like if it a comes ring up of scar tissue? Yeah, like if someone acts like a dick, you go, fuck up, Bobbit. You know, but now it's a bit old for that reference. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. there's a photo. I, I don't know if we get the form, but there is a photo of a court scene with a doctor holding up a photo of his seven severed dick. penis. Wow. Yeah, they found it, and I think a, a state trooper found I'm it. I'm going to turn bush. the Do phone it. around and show you guys. Mate, I've seen everything about um, that. I've if you're under them. 18 or you just don't want to look at sliced penises, don't search it. But if you do, then it's worth a look. Oh. Wow. Oh, it looks like it looks like the tip of a corn dog. Looks it like doesn't a it? looks like a really good twelve year old birthday party, and everyone's loved the frank the footy franks. Yeah, yeah. and there's just one left. One left. Yeah, mum's overbaked it. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. when the sausage splits and it just gets bigger and bigger. That's what's mum. <laughs> the other great thing about this is the doctors. I see the, the look on his face. This is no joke. He looks yeah. like Niles Cray. <laughs> he does <laughs> like Niles Cray. <laughs> This isn't funny. I was going to say, the doctor looks like Niles Crane, not the penis. <laughs> David Hyde Pierce. Just like, he's going to play him in a movie. That's the great. Like, he just simply sliced the penis off, Fraser. <laughs> the, great, the great thing about Google image search as well is there's a photo of just the guy holding the picture of the severed dick and then next to it is the same picture, but the dick is blurred. <laughs> it's just right next to each other. That's in case, if you click on that thing, are you sure you want to see it? And you go, no, I'm not sure. Then they give you that pixelated one. <laughs> you got both. You got options. Yeah. Um, I looked up John Wayne Bobbitt. Porn. Porn. Mm. And it's in a confronting image. Yeah. But the scar is not that. They no. did a good job. They did a great job. So now it's just a normal man with a normal penis. Yeah. Isn't that incredible that you can get your dick sliced off and then just sewn back on? What is that? What how many How many podcasts in? have you guys done? Two. <laughs> Uh, no, no. Listen, we're about a year now, like 52. The number, 50, like, how many? 52. 50, 50, so I reckon for your 100th, yeah. I will come back and yeah. cut one of your dicks off. <laughs> Fuck, if you bring one of your sharp knives, I'll do all three of you for the same prize. Oh, yeah. And we get it sewed back and we see what the doctors are like in Australia. That's great. <laughs> I would Anybody love to get, I would, I mean... Yeah. There's nothing that frightens me about getting my dick sliced off now, knowing that you can get it just sewn back on. Like, why wouldn't then you, you get do porno it? Gigs. Why wouldn't you do it? Yeah. I mean, and then instead of, you know, adding, say, a centimetre to the front, because you don't know how that's going to work, just add it to the base. Add it to the base. Yeah. yeah. Add it to the base. You but want then, to drop but some then base. the problem was then that mine would be 50 centimetres. Yeah, and well, you could probably, too, I would, yeah. you know, if take, I just a, added take an a extra centimetre. Yeah. yeah. Take a chunk off. I've got a massive dick too. My yeah. dick's half, half a metre long. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that poor man. <laughs> well, happy yeah. birthday, guys. Thanks so uh, much, everybody. Thank you. What, what, uh, in fact, uh, actually, sorry, me and Broden have actually chipped in because we know it's your birthday, guys. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, wait, well, whose birthday is it? Oh. Is it just generally birthdays? Well, you guys have you share a birthday, which and is today. today yeah. Yeah, Am I right? Yeah, it is yeah. actually Of today. course it is. So, uh, what a sad way to send you. So, um... Yeah. Where's our gift? We've chipped in. Yep. Yeah. Uh, here you go, guys. Oh, oh my! It's a baby dick. You guys. <laughs> yeah. 
Because the severed dick of a baby. <laughs> okay, no, I, no, I really, no. I, I, really just, regret. I, I just meant like a little yeah. one. No, no, I didn't so, mean like an actual human. So I really regret handing the improvisation over to you guys. Yeah, well, I thought, <laughs> Mark, so Mark, what that is is yeah. it's a um, it's a it's a ba- it's a friendship baby dick. So oh, it's the kind of thing that once. You, you're not ready to have a relationship. You just got out of a rough relationship. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're not ready to have another relationship yet. So what I want you to do is I want you to raise that baby dick. I want you to water it, wow. nurture it. Mm-hmm. And when that baby That's dick... That's just deep, man. That's yeah. deep. And when that grows into a full-grown baby dick, you could have another relationship. Okay. That's beautiful. That's really that is beautiful. Yeah, that is beautiful. What a kind thought. Yeah. I'm going to put on And like, uh, he can't just hand us a huge dick because, you know, I'm a lesbian and I'm used to, you know, <laughs> handling the bigger ones. Right, of course. Because we don't buy the small ones. Like, I know there's been discussions among straight people, does size matter? We don't buy small ones. Right. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to leave that on the table for you guys. Are there options? The small one. Yeah, fuck yeah. You walk in, there's like from the size of your pinky straight up to like fire hydrant. Yeah. And all the small ones are still there with dust on them, but the big ones are all... Are you, are you like, do you have like one and it's all purpose? Or is there like a variety? Are you fucking with I'm me? I'm just asking. No, I've got a whole, literally a whole bag of them. Because <laughs> well, I don't like like and, and 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 but why do you have a whole whole bag? Because sex toys is the gift that keeps on giving. Like right. you know, you don't just want your average dick. Like no, it's so boring. Yeah. You can't do much so, with it. You should cut it off. But then <laughs> you get. <laughs> You get so many different things. Like it's like if if you you're a kid, right? And your mm-hmm. parents go, "Do you want all the toys in the toy shop, or just the Lego?" You go, "Just you- the Lego," <laughs> or just the torch. No, fuck it. Open that shop. Let's get that shit out. Let's yeah, play. So that's sex toys. That's, that's great. It's yeah. like you're getting the best of the polyamory world yeah. and the best of the monogamy world. Yeah, it's yeah, literally. It's yeah. what what size do you feel like tonight, Charles? <laughs> <laughs> like, what country are we in? Like, uh, Today are we traveling. Japan? We're traveling to Brazil. Yeah, we're in Japan where you can look for it. Or, Do you have you a know, special bag? In, yeah, there's a special bag. With it. So, uh, That's great. But, I love a bag oh, rather than a box. <laughs> I'm a big fan of a bag. Yeah, I imagine a duffel bag. Is it a duffel-like bag? It is, it's a very duffel-like it's bag. It's a duffel-like yeah. bag, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Well, that's the detail I've just clicked into. <laughs> yeah. It's and you sort of box. roll it open and then it's almost like, <laughs> you know those movies that you see where they roll open this bag and like it's just Dexter. guns and knives yeah. and shit? <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're talking about. It's like that, but you're just ready to fuck. Do you just bring yeah. that... With you on trips, on tours, or is like is that, is no, that that's a big discussion with the wife and I. I go, you have to put it in your bag because people know me, you know, and I don't want to go through customs and they go, the fuck is this in your bag? Or, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you, no, we pick one or two. And, and you travel quite a lot, so you'd be priority luggage and everything. Yours yeah. would be straight out, man. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. But we've got some that just stays in the. In the bag, in the bathroom <laughs> bag. Yeah, That's sort of. A, there was a famous racehorse. I think it was uh, Maccabi Diva. One of the famous racehorses had a uh, had a, a Shetland pony that travelled with it because it just made the main racehorse feel good. 
He was oh, nice. the little racehorse's name was Henry, and he was an assistant uh, Shetland pony. It's like you have uh, assistant dildos that just go for yeah. the trip, and then, then, then that's all they do. I like that. They just get you they through the, the dark nights, you know. <laughs> but then when you get back home, you kind of fire it up, you know, put the petrol in. <laughs> <laughs> So it is. It is cold here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty cold in Edinburgh. Yeah, <laughs> very, very they cold, call it summer, dead. but oh, I, I was. I was saying to some some uh, British people the other day. I was like, "Is I, I feel like twenty five degrees Celsius is not too much to ask of a summer, like of summer." Yeah. Like, and they even la- just twenty. They laughed at me. They were yeah. like, "That's that's so funny that you think that's a minimum for summer." Yeah. I'm like, it's not. <laughs> But do you think, like, when they have 20 degrees here versus 20 degrees in Melbourne yeah. and 20 degrees in New Zealand, it's all different? Yeah, or very even, much You so. know, like 20 degrees in New Zealand is warm because we've got the humidity. Yeah. Mm. Then 20 degrees in Melbourne is cold. Here, they're all in the park with their clothes off. Like <laughs> yeah, so funny. No offense. Like, they've forgotten they've got a ginger undertone. It's like, you're not going to tan, fucker. Get <laughs> like out of the said, sun. No offense, no offense, no offense. I'm about to go hard. Here we go. Yeah. I don't know why you're sitting at the window. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I love That's my favorite layer is it's 20 degrees. I'm still wearing pants and a jacket, and they're, they're, they're in shorts and no shirt. They're virtually naked On in the, the way here, people are barbecuing in the park yeah. in shorts with no shirts on, and I've got a jumper on, a full hoodie, and the hood's up. And I'm a big unit, so I sort of have a good core temperature. <laughs> right. I don't know what the fuck these people are doing. It's so funny. It's, it's so Arctic. funny. But you're just going around robbing people, aren't you? Like you're in with your hoodie on. That's the main reason. No, you? no, that's. I'm not an animal. I do it after six at night. Oh, sorry, my bad. My <laughs> bad. my balaclava. Virgil's <laughs> <laughs> here doing shows and robbing people. Yeah. So, uh, a side note: I've got about 52 iPhones that I'm selling. <laughs> Contact me on Facebook. <laughs> You're the only you're the only person making a profit out of Edinburgh. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you got to do. I've got a cell phone shot. Wow. Yeah, we all get well. Like that's a big thing in the comedy community. We all get our cell phones from from you. Yeah. Our cell phones yeah. and our jewellery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I can get a pass for any partners that you may or may not collect during your time here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. so we toured New Zealand earlier this year and we went around to Christchurch and, and we did a galas and you were the MC for every gala. It was fucking sick because, um, like, New Zealand, you're not to blow smoke up your ass, but, like, New Zealand loves the shit out of you. And uh, it's fucking sick to see the fucking audience love you because like yeah we were just when no one really knows who we were there and it was fucking yeah. great to see you smashing every night it was so good eh those those galas the one in Auckland was a bit ah, you know <laughs> the first one yeah the fuck man mm. and they it's so exhausting because you have to be there from like 11 o'clock in the morning yeah and you only have 7 minutes at fucking 11 o'clock at night yeah, yeah. yeah and you go why are we here all day yeah it's the same the biggest gala in Australia the Melbourne Comedy Fest the Oxfam Gala Will Anderson hosted this year and I we the, it was the first time we'd ever done the gala we've watched it for 20 years growing mm. up and having Will come out and be really on and like you know this is fantastic really good and then when we came out at the end to bow he was just sitting in a chair like with his with his jacket off just like completely drained yeah. it must be the most fucking full on thing to have to do that for like three hours because those yeah. gigs 
the five minute set is so intense. So to yeah. do a whole show would be yeah. I didn't. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't enjoy it because I've done the gala in New Zealand for I think five or six years, and then mm. I've done the one, the Oxfam one, five yeah. or six times. And then when they asked me to host that, I was like. Yeah, how hard can it be? It was really <laughs> a lot. Yeah. And because the audience, you don't realise, but then I look back at all the other hosts that have hosted New Zealand Gala and I'm like, I can't even remember, A, really who they were. Yeah. And B, people were sort of just like, get off stage because I want to see the internationals that are yeah. there. Yeah, right, right. So you're sort of literally just there. Um, taking up their time and they can't wait for you to fuck off. It's the thing. <laughs> it's the thing that I've started to gradually realise as we've got a few TV spots here or there is that when you're in an audience for a gala or a big TV spot like that, I don't think you'll ever see a comedian give less of a fuck about the people in the room, like yeah. for the people actually watching it. No one cares what the audience thinks because they're just. Yeah. Going, it's literally for everyone at home hoping yeah. this looks good so it can go on TV. Yeah. Fuck everyone here. Yeah, we're That's... looking over your head to the red light in yeah. the back of the room. <laughs> yeah, you can't. It's just you can't engage with them too much. So when we when we first went in to do the the Melbourne one. We were like, because we're all theatre trained, we're like, we'll use the whole space. We've got this big, beautiful stage. We'll spread out all across it. And then the director was like, actually, if you could just use this one metre by one metre square where the cameras are going to be. It looks yeah. better for the wide. We'd appreciate it. We just, yeah. Yeah. we just did a big one in in, uh, in North America, in Montreal, and they, they cast the front row so they yeah. get the pretty people to sit around nice. the front. Because yeah. they, they were like, they were like, there's too much, too much time and too much effort goes into this to just let any fuckhead sit in the front, and yeah. they've made that mistake before. Well, so we- actually, now that you mention it, because I did it too, and I saw because uh, it was sponsored by Air Canada, and they had. Um, people that they upgraded, like winners, <laughs> yeah. that they upgraded to the front, and everywhere they came with these hot couples, and I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, it it's real- true, only hot people get upgraded, even in fake yeah, exactly. situations. Congratulations, you're better looking, you sit up yeah. the front, because yeah. when we walk, we're watching backstage, and everyone's going on and doing a really good job, and it's like, yeah, the crowd looks to be really happy, and I remember coming out, looking out from the other angle, and just seeing a sea of old people, just yeah. like five metres back. Yeah, there was just, just like everyone- six people up the front who were lovely. Sexy. And young, yeah, and then just fucking dead cunts behind. Them. <laughs> <laughs> they were weird audiences. I, I mean, it was kind of weird coming out. But it's the same as with the gala because yeah. they're so mm. well lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The audience is kind of they fucked, but they don't know it because mm. they play for the camera almost. You know, yeah. same as we do. They don't really give a shit about you. <laughs> they're wondering when they're going to be on camera. Yeah, and, and my favourite thing in yeah. the whole world is that reaction shot. And yeah. it's just... The look of a person with the fear of a camera on them. Like, yeah, <laughs> because they're so aware of it the yeah. whole time. Whereas uh, with us, at least 30 seconds in, you sort of forget and you just start going for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they don't. Oh, because, so and especially good. if the cameras move and you can see them the whole time. <laughs> you know, that, like awkward, like, ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you can see it right to the back, which is so good if it, you can't see them. And it's the same with everyone. Net, everyone's Netflix specials. I really doubt that any of the people, who's, like, they're all just going, fuck these people here. We yeah. can make it sound like they're laughing later. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Well, my favourite specials is when they just show the comic and every now and again or at the end they show them leave. Yeah. Or, you know, like the olden day specials. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to know about the fucking people. 
laughing. I yeah. can picture what you look like laughing. Well, Ron McDonald starts with him just talking and ends before the show finishes. So he never says hello or thank you. It just starts when he starts telling jokes and then it cuts out, goes to credits when he's... It's really it's that, that jarring. Thing, yeah, we have a promoter. We had this massive conversation about it. He's like, the whole point of a live taping is to capture what it's like to be in the audience. Like, there's no point... When you're in the audience, where you just go into the aisle and look and at look other at people the laughing, it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not a thing you do. Often, what I do though is I often hover above the audience and pan across the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I sweep in, <laughs> sweep yeah. into the stage because I'm a vampire. Check it out, then reset and then come in and sweep in at another appropriate time. This was the quickest a podcast has ever gone for me. This was love. You are the best guest. That's the end of the podcast. Thank oh, you. I'm going to stay here now, so I'll be um, phoning. You're going to live the with basement. us? Yeah, because I'm not going down the seas again. <laughs> <laughs> we can That's like, fine. carry you down if you need to do a show or Tom, anything. Tom cleaned before you came over because before you came over, there were a lot of dishes and a lot of rubbish. So Tom cleaned up. It looks pretty good, actually. Yeah. So let's. Uh, oh, let's... Vegemite. Good. Yeah. yeah. Do you want some? No, no, we've got Marmite, mate. Oh, God, God damn it. Shit. Yeah. Jesus. Is that, a, is that a Kiwi thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's every Kiwi, I'm they've a, got Marmite. Marmite fan. You're a Marmite fan. Yeah, I, personally, Marmite. I prefer Bovril. Because I grew up <laughs> in. <laughs> I, just, I grew up in South Africica. That's our Marmite of Vegemite. Really? We eat Bovril. Is South Africa, they do Bovril? Yeah. We do you know it. our first ever show? We were um, obsessed with Bovril. We were obsessed really with Bovril. And we, our first ever show, we were applying for a thing called an FMV for everyone at home. That's a. A festival managed venue, which is like yeah. a night. But we were we'd never done comedy before. There was no way we were ever going to get a festival managed venue. So we really like pulled out all the stops. <laughs> and Sam, for our application, drew a picture of a Bovril station where we were going to give out hot cups of Bovril <laughs> after the show. <laughs> so that was our whole pitch. Right? You give us an FMV, everyone who comes to our show gets a steaming hot cup of Bovril. <laughs> and, and, and you were like, and the urn will be tested and tagged. <laughs> <laughs> the urn will be safe. Everyone gets Did Bovril. you get it? Uh, we, we got did. it and, and then, then we, we bailed on the, the on the bovril. Yeah, because that's front. a shit idea. We wrote, some <laughs> <laughs> we wrote some jokes instead. Yeah, yeah it was much we more. We wrote uh, an award-nominated show. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Deal with that. I prefer just funny. <laughs> shit reviews, but really funny. <laughs> thank um, you. Thank you so, so much. No worries. Thanks here. for having me. Yeah, and oh, doing the best. The, we are you. We'll, we'll meet up in six months' time and you can slice our dicks Just let me check the time on my... My movement watch. God, it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, no, it's all good. We're all good. Just chucking in a little movement. Urge has got an Apple watch. They're fantastic a, yeah. too. Oh, wow. I'm not allowed to say that. Oh, no, but no, they suck. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, Apple watch your Apple watch is shit. Too expensive. They're not great like mov- movement watches. <laughs> I love my movement watch. Yeah, I, That's oh, a bit of free fucking you advertising could, for you. You do so much on that on that watch. I don't who boring. <laughs> no strap though, hey? Sing, the very up, cool the strap. Six up line. with you. Love is love, Australia. Fucking vote right. What? <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Well, yeah. Uh, get on that again. Yeah. I think we should do it. Anyway. Love is yeah. love. <laughs> love is love. I'm yeah, going to come do. right out and say it. Yeah. Love is Don't love. Don't come, though. I'm not going to come. Not yet. <laughs> not just yet. Uh, we should probably plug Have You Been Paying Attention? Yeah, let's do that. Or Watch that. Have You Been Paying Attention? 
Or next year's um, festival show, is it too early now? No, I don't know not if, if you Europe know probably already you know sold out. What's going. Yeah, well, let's sell it out before it even goes on sale. Yeah. I think that is the way to do it. <laughs> That's what you oh, our, our door just rang for Daniel Sloss is coming up. He's going to be <laughs> for joining another, us. For our next podcast. Um, right, well, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks Angela. Thanks, guys. Have Thanks, a good Bye. If you loved that episode, you can get more from the boys from Auntie Donna now on the Listener app. As for me, I'll catch you again with fresh new guests and episodes from February. And don't forget to check out UrshlaCarlson.com for all my upcoming tour dates. Catch you in Feb. Thanks for listening to this episode of That's Enough Already, hosted by me, Ursula Carlson, and produced by Natalie Turner. The supervising producer was Nick McClure, and special thanks to Ella Leaf and Beck Sutherland. Couldn't do it without you, gals. If you like this podcast, remember to subscribe, share it with all of your friends, tell your mum, tell your sister, don't tell that annoying brother of yours, you know, but definitely share it with a friend. 